Happy May Day. That's Bonnie's That's my applause meter that's applause. going on. Jean says it sounds like horse hooves on concrete. On the workers' beat, we talk about everything from the point of view of working yes. families, and today is International Workers' Day. Woo-hoo. That's the beginning. The car caravan starts at Colonial Baptist Church. Right now. On Cyan Street. Cyan. 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 Yes. Car caravan starts at Colonial Baptist Church on Cyan around 9. Uh, the car caravan will end up back at the Everglade Park and where the picnic will start at 11 o'clock. Everglade Park is 5100 North Jim Miller Road. And Gene Meantime, and if you are in Tarrant County, there's a car caravan that starts at 10 o'clock Woo-hoo. at 4025 Roof Snow in North Richland Hills. Are they going to come to our Dallas picnic? Are they what? Are they going to drive over here to our picnic? I don't know if the Tarrant people would come over to the Dallas picnic or not, but wow. they're certainly invited. They're certainly welcome. The Dallas picnic starts at 11 at Everglade Park, 5100 North Jim Miller Road. Yes. May the 2nd is the anniversary of the day that the Nazis destroyed all the German unions in 1933. Is that Rosie? Good Rosie. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Is this Rosie Kurtz? Good morning. Hi. Hi How's the car caravan going? Pretty good. Um, so there was, we have a car caravan starting at Colonial Baptist Church. Um, some people met at Everglade Park where the event is happening later and they're on their way over and then we're going to have about a dozen cars, which I think makes a pretty good sized car caravan. But if anyone is still on their way, then, you know, we haven't left yet. So they can come join us. What's the address of Colonial Baptist? James. Oh, don't do this to me, man! I can see, <laughs> I can see that that I can see. I the have sign. it at sixty-four fifty-nine Syene yeah, Road. You know what? That's what I thought it was, but I wasn't confident enough to say it. Sixty-four fifty-nine Syene Road. Yeah, yeah. sixty-four fifty-nine Syene Road. It's uh, the corner of Syene and Glover Pass, and if you just come up Glover Pass, we're in a parking lot right there. And it sits up on a hill. Well, if, if yeah. you haven't started yet, I wonder if you could say a few words about uh, your outlook because I know you're. One of the outstanding youthful labor leaders in Dallas County. I'm going to sign off of Facebook oh, well. Live because they can't hear the call. Oh, well, thank so, you. Hold on. Go for it, girl. Okay. Um, well, as my, my outlook on International Workers' Day or, or labor sure. in Dallas. Yeah, okay, anything. Um, well, I, I am a, one of the young labor leaders in Dallas. I'm in my late 20s, so to most people that's still considered young. Um, um, and I just think that, that young people should care about International Workers' Day because young people are workers. You know, we're all still working. We, uh, we're all workers. I think that sometimes people think that if they make enough money or have enough job security, then that means that they're, you know, somehow above being a worker, that they're mm-hmm. a professional instead. But that doesn't make any sense, you know, as long as you depend as long as you go to a job and depend on getting a paycheck and you have a boss then then you're a worker um <laughs> even if you don't you know, have people, a boss you're a worker right well, yeah sure for sure <laughs> that's true um and as time goes on you know our lives as young people just get busier and get more responsibilities so i think that it's important to, to think about what your priorities are going to be and 
young people uh, like me, we're, we're looking at, you know, several decades of being workers in our future. And so making your workplace someplace where you feel safe and where you feel empowered to, um, to, to make what you want of your life, that, that should be a priority for, for young workers right now because that's, you're going to be a worker for the next few decades and you might as well make it a place that you want to be. Amen. Um. Amen. That's, you know, it's so, because if young folks don't understand, I mean, a lot of young folks, I don't want to say all, um, that if you find something that you're really passionate about and you do that every day, it's going to come to fruition that you're, I mean, if you love it and you, and you love the work and you love the people that you work with, why not do it all together and organize? You know? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, if, it, you know, some people are really busy already, you know, some of us have families and kids and other responsibilities, but, you know, jobs, if you work full time, it's 40 hours of your life per week, and for a lot of people, it's a lot more than that. Um, I'm a teacher, I'm with Alliance AFT, Local 2260, which represents teachers and support staff in DISD, and, you know, teachers work more than 40 hours. At and least, so when yes. something takes up that large a chunk of your life, it's, it's worth prioritizing, making it a good experience. And Amen. we don't need to resign ourselves to being stressed and, and unhappy for so many hours per week. And we'll be better equipped to care for our families and in a better space mentally and emotionally to deal with the other responsibilities if our jobs don't make us stressed and anxious. So this is an investment of our time. It's an investment sometime now up front in making your workplace better and in a healthier place and then you have this lifetime of feeling empowered and energized and, and like you said with your with your co-workers and, and making it a, an organized place it's you know you make your workplace into a community where you have a union family who is going to stick with you and, and stand up for you and that just makes the workplace so much better a spot to be and that seems so worth worth the effort <laughs> absolutely and you know those friends that i made when i went to work at southwestern bell yellow pages many many moons ago uh i some of those people are still my friends today uh we okay. are and, and they've gone on with their lives and gone to work for other companies or started businesses uh and and it's it's just it's like a, it's like a family. It really is. It's like a family. And I have, I have friends all over the country, some all over the world. Rosa, yeah, Rosa Kurtz, tell us about the car caravan. Uh, are there, are there different kinds of signs? I know you have something to do with getting out the vote, right? Yeah, yeah. So let's see. We've got up to, let's see. We have seven cars here now and we still have the, the, people from um, Everglades Park coming, but we've got on our cars, we've got uh, your vote, your voice, we've got uh, we are all workers, we've got uh, vote pro worker, your vote matters, vote for working families, um, we have um, Patricia here with this great car that she has like magnetic signs on it. Patricia and Murphy, says, I know that woman. Cool. Yeah, yeah. She, it says we rise when we all vote. And um, let's see, what does it say on the other side? <laughs> it says, uh, your vote counts, solidarity forever. 
so we uh, we're getting the signs out on our cars. You mentioned uh, the pro. You mentioned the uh, pro act, which is uh, labor's main legislation in the Congress. So I'm glad you've got yeah, something on that. You know, we don't vote today. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the pro act would just uh, it would be really revolutionary to pass the pro act, and so we've been making calls to the senators that we think we can flip. And we've got um, Angus King uh, flipped to support it, and then Joe Manchin flipped to support it. Yeah. We're still working on a few more. Of course, the big thing is, um, you know, the filibuster gets in the way. So I would say that <laughs> even more important than Joe Manchin uh, flipping to support the PRO Act is Joe Manchin flipping to end the filibuster. Amen. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> and what about that Christine Cinema? We need to work on her, too. Yeah, I think she's on the list of people that are they're lobbying. Okay, um, good, good. But yeah, um, it's 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 crazy. Without the, with, with, as long as the filibuster's in place, it's hard to to see passage. And you know, Democrats just need to to you know grow a spine and and get rid of the filibuster because you know that if the roles were switched, then the, oh. the GOP would have no problem doing that. Task. How many times so. have they done that? How many times oh, have they done that? So like four or I mean, five it's, times. It's oh. McConnell, you know, when nuclear with the, to get his judicial appointment, he's already shown that he'll do it. Oh. They just, uh, you know, the, the whole we go, they go low, we go high, but then it, it, it that doesn't work when, <laughs> when they just say, okay, great, you're going to, you're going to um, not treat us the same way, well, then that just gives us more chances to take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. So. Well, I certainly want to commend the people who are out there with you, Rosie Kurtz, because it was supposed to rain, and I think uh, braving the rain was a really a really good thing. The weather forecast that I saw most recently says it's not going to rain until after the picnic, but we'll see about that. We're meantime, kind of, we're kind of fighting over the weather forecast. Meantime, you're turning out people to vote on this very, very critical election day. Absolutely, yeah. This is the municipal elections in Dallas, and so every city council seat is up for is up for grabs, and um, and then we also have two propositions on the ballot. So, mm-hmm. and the and a single vote in this election is going to count about. I would say 20 times more important than your vote in the presidential race because in the presidential race we had over 50% turnout and in the uh, city council race so far it looks like it's going to be about 6 or 7%. I I'm we have one I, I posted on Facebook this week we have almost 1.4 million registered voters in Dallas County mm-hmm. and on the at the end of early voting on Tuesday only 65,000 people had voted in the whole county. And that came out for 4.8%. Oh. So if we don't, uh, so your vote, if you get out and vote today, it's going to have a lot more magnitude than if you had voted back in, uh, in the presidential race or a congressional race. So I'm proud of you, Rosie Kurtz, and your, your gang there at the Colonial Baptist Church. It looks like our, our people from uh, from the Everglade Park are arriving. We've got like seven more cars pulling up. Woo! So we're probably going to be taking off soon with the 14 cars. Awesome! Uh, Way to go, Rosie. You guys rock. <laughs> oh, my God. 
You got plenty of time to decorate cars and make it to Everglade Park in time for the picnic. Yes. What's your next yes. destination? Is it one of the polling stations? Yeah, so we're going to be um, going up, turning right on Saikin here, and then we're going to be going up Longview, up Military, and we'll be passing in front of Urban Park Elementary, which is a voting location. I see. And after that, we're going to be... Um, Let's see, turning left on Jim Miller and going down to Everglade and passing Sandler Library, which is an early vote, 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 not an early voting, a voting location. And then we're going to be going around to Skyline High School, which is also a voting location. We'll be cheering for voters and honking their horns and, and everything as we pass by those places. And um, You're going to be making a little noise. You're going to be making yeah, a little absolutely. noise. I love it. Absolutely. And... Um, Travis Cantwell, who was one of the co-organizers of this, he was at Everglade Park this morning, and he said there's already a lot of people there setting up. Wow! I think it's going to be great. I'm yeah. so excited. I talked to Gerardo Contreras. He got there at 7.15, and... Because <laughs> he had to start he's, he's the cook, so that's the that's the basis part of the, of yeah, the puzzle, of the important. picnic. Yeah, that's an important part of the puzzle. So I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> Travis Cantwell, because he's pretty much been heading up this committee that you and I yeah, have been on for the last several weeks planning awesome. all of these events. He's done a fabulous job. He's from the Plumbers and Pipefitters Union. Yes, he is. And your yeah. union, Rosie, is what? Alliance AFT, Local 2260. We're repping teachers and support staff in Dallas ISD. Awesome. Right on. And, so and I think they have a... <laughs> do they not have a, a school board meeting being contested today as well? Um, I don't think today... Well, it's not today? Oh, oh, the school board. Okay, I thought you said school board meeting. Okay, school board race. Yes, yes. yes. We have a school board race, um, uh, District 9. Um, the incumbent is Justin Henry, and the, the challenger is um, Alana Stiegler. Who did and, Who did um, we endorse? Who did Labor endorse? Um, the, the AFT endorsed Justin Henry. Okay. Mr. Henry, okay. He's the incumbent. Yeah. He's the incumbent. Yeah. Yeah. I see. Yeah. And we have a... Pretty good working relationship with him, so uh -huh. we we hope that we can uh, push him on some things and um, and work with him on some things. I think that that could be very fruitful. Yeah, um, I know that the teachers are very active in politics, and I'm really proud that the young active <laughs> labor leaders have paid so much attention to uh, education. Uh, yeah, so important, so important. Absolutely, I am. I'm appalled at some of the laws that are being proposed across the country uh, to keep from teaching children history. Mm -hmm. They, <laughs> yeah. they are going. They're saying if if a school curriculum contains information from the 1619 project, they will deny funding to that school district. I almost wow. passed out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> do we just erase history? Is that how we do it so that it doesn't happen? Or it didn't happen? Okay, Rosie Kurtz, when you, when you finish the, uh, after you go by all these uh, voting places, honking and making rackets and trying to get people to vote, you oh, end up back at Everglade Park, right? They're, they're waiting for her yeah. to go. <laughs> Yeah, I think people are waiting for me. I'm on the yeah. Okay, so you're going to get the car and take off. Well, it was terrific talking to you, and be sure and call if there's any uh, way that we can help guide the caravan. If anybody gets lost, they are now leaving from uh, Colonial Baptist Church. Colonial Baptist Church. Church. 
at 6459. Turning turn right on, on Sain and then right on Longview and then right on military. That's our next you. All right. Best of luck to you then. That is wonderful. Thank you. That was All Rosie right. Kurtz. We need to say something right. about the fun drive because yes, the fun drive is have, on. It's we on. need people to call and make a pledge, 972-647-1893. After a while, we're going to have the president of the Texas AFL-CIO give us an address best. about International Workers Day. I, I got I to tell you, we got some cool stuff. There's a red shirt, a red KNON shirt. We I'm got a new so red excited. one. I'm so excited. We have a new red KNON shirt, and it has it's silver KNON, the voice of the people. Uh, it's awesome. How much and do they have to donate to get one? Fifty dollars. Fifty bucks. I think so. And you can get as a premium. What you mainly get is you keep me and Bonnie yeah, on the you air. Keep us here, which is really important. Nobody That's else talks about it. workers. Yes. Nobody else even mentions unions. That's right. I've been trying to get something in the Dallas Morning News about unions and uh, forever, and uh, they don't even mention them. Yeah, it's hard to even get a letter printed if you say the word that that union word. Yeah, she got the <laughs> U word in there. We have a really another cool shirt. It's a gray women's shirt. It's very cool. I'm going to say it up front, it runs very small. Mm -hmm. So if you are, if you have a, a, a large chest, you're going to need a big shirt, okay? <laughs> a large chest. Yeah, because okay. it's, it's, they run really small. Uh, but that's a $50 donation, and I really like it. It's gray with the black. It's the nice uh, gray, like, uh, I don't know what it's called. Whatever. Do you want to say thank you to Gene Schultz? <gasps> I want to say thank you to Gene Schultz. I want to say thank you to Bob Cash. I want to say thank you to Cockroach from the next show because he gives to our show. He donated to our show. Is that cool? That is great. Uh, you know, I, I, I talked to Gene Soslow this week. He told me to tell the other Gene hello. Je Judge Don Adams was the champion oh, of this pastime with a gigantic donation. We and, you know, him. and he doesn't even ask for a T-shirt. I know. He, and just, he gives us, he gives us a, a, a gigantic, wonderful donation. We, we had good donations from Annette French. Leon Dudley really came through, as he always does. Uh, and Bonnie Mathias just kept keeps chipping just, in. Keep, that's a that's a sustaining donation. They take a little bit out of your account every month. It's you so don't even easy. Notice it. You don't even notice it. Yeah. And then I usually chip in like fifty bucks because I want a shirt. About yeah. It. yeah. Well, we have there's a, two Leons on here, Leon Dudley and Leon Holman. Well, are both great contributors. Excellent, excellent. So we have a baseball jersey too, which is really, really cool. It's blue, and it says K N O N Dallas, Texas on the front, and on the back it has big numbers like a like a sports team. It says eighty nine point three FM. Yeah, you need that because it's baseball season. That's right, and right. it's a hundred and twenty five dollar donation for that. We have to take a break. No, not yet. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three is the number. We're waiting for a call from. The president of the Texas AF of LCO. That's the Labor Federation, for yes. people who don't know. He's pretty much the main spokesperson for labor in the state of Texas. Mm -hmm. And Texas is, is a gigantic state. And the next most important person in Texas labor is the secretary treasurer of the Texas AFL-CIO. That's Leonard Aguilar. And he's going to be at the picnic. At Everglade Park. Yes. 
5100 so North Jim Miller Road. I'm so excited. Everglade Park is 5100 North Jim Miller Road. Yes. Hurry on over there. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. It's fun drive, and yes. people are calling in and making pledges, and we're very, very proud of yes. them for doing that. Thank but you. we're expecting a call from the president of the Texas AFL-CIO any time now. You know, that's, uh, that's I, Rick Rose uh, Levy's dad. I see. That's Rose Levy's dad. That's right. Okay. On May the 2nd, the Nazis destroyed all the German unions. On May the 3rd, Pete Seeger was born. On May the 5th, the Cinco de Mayo and the Terra Group Texas Alliance for Retired Americans meets at Kids Spring Park. They're going to have a face-to-face -face picnic what? at Kids Spring Park at 12:30 on May the 5th, Wednesday. That's awesome. And we now have the president of the Texas AFL-CIO, Rick Levy. Good morning. Thanks for making a donation to KNON, and thanks for calling. Are you kidding me? I mean, thank you guys for doing this show. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you, Gene. How y'all doing this morning? Awesome, Good. man. I'm excited about today. You, you have any yeah, words for us about International Workers' Day? I do, Gene. I mean, and they, you know, they've tried to wipe International Workers' Day off the off the map. You know, that, that, a lot of people don't know that. You know, Labor Day was was uh, was formed as an alternative to International Workers' Day as a way to kind of minimize uh, workers engaging in uh, activities around solidarity. And uh, but it's an important day to remember as workers around the world. Um, come together and kind of share in their shared struggle and their shared fight. Uh, today, actually, I'm in, I hope it's not too noisy. I'm in Houston today. Um, we're actually doing a big uh, citizenship drive today in connection with the AFT. And I think that's really appropriate for uh, International Workers' Day as we kind of reach across the border and reach for those who um, are from different places and kind of affirm our solidarity all together. So... Um, I'm really excited about today, and uh, appreciate y'all uh, acknowledging the moment. Why do we celebrate May the first? What what happened on May the first? Well, May the first. I mean, you, isn't this a test, Gene? I mean, is this a test? I mean, <laughs> I mean you think I don't? I mean, what I'm saying is uh, May first was the hay market uh, uh, struggle for the eight-hour day. The struggle for the eight-hour day. He was going to say before he got cut off. And I didn't get cut off. Oh, there I you are. The eight hour, I said the eight-hour day. I mean, that's what I was saying. I mean, I mean, I mean, I know that. Uh, so yeah, in a market in Chicago, uh, massive demonstrations in support of the eight-hour day that was met by police repression, and uh, unfortunately, a bunch of folks were killed. We we marked that moment of the hay, of the hay market uprising. Mm -hmm. They had they had big demonstrations for the eight-hour day, and. Eventually, and the, the, the employers struck back and hanged the leaders of the eight-hour day movement. And uh, since then, we have all, all over the world, they have commemorated the martyrs. They call them the Haymarket Martyrs because uh, the police riot happened in Haymarket Square. And, right. and so they were hanged. And since that time, we have celebrated International Workers' Day on May the 1st. 
you know, it's, uh, you know, as you say that and as we talk about it, um, it's uh, kind of disheartening in a way how these same struggles are now uh, looping back around as more and more and more and more people um, don't have things like the eight-hour day as they're kind of moved out to the edge of the economy. And, um, and I think it's a really good kind of reflection to remember all the struggle. I mean, that was, what, 1879 or something like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, that we have been fighting the same fight of eight hours for work, eight hours for play, and eight hours for what you will. I mean, eight hours for sleep and eight hours for what you will. I mean, you know, we need to remember that, that we work to live. We don't live to work. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, it's, it's folks coming together and struggle that, that makes that possible. That is wonderful. I like that. We work to live. We don't live to work. Yes. That that's is. the way it should be, you know? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's so obvious. I mean, that's what it's, you know, just to have a life of dignity and, uh, and connection with our families and our fellow human beings and not just to be on the treadmill, uh, you know, 24-7 just trying to survive. Uh, that, that's not living. And that's, that's, what, that's why, you know, the labor movement still is the most vital force um, that we have. Uh, to really achieve human progress in this country. I noticed last year that the national labor movement all over the country, they celebrated May the 1st, which I thought was a real big breakthrough. Do you know about celebrations this year? I don't know about any celebrations, team, because I think that we're still, you know, it's still COVID time, and I think Mm -hmm. people are still really conscious of that. And so I don't know of any kind of national celebrations. I know that, you know, um, this is our first uh, citizenship clinic that we've actually done in person since. Uh, you, maybe you should explain what a citizenship clinic is because I don't know if our okay. listeners know. Sure. Well, you know, there's a lot of folks that live in this country that are permanent legal residents that mm-hmm. uh, are, are eligible to become citizens, but it's a really difficult process, as you can imagine, and it's been made more difficult over the years. Um, so, um, you know, you have to go through, you have to file a lot of papers, you got to get a lot of records. Um, yeah, and it costs. Fee, it yeah. costs a lot of money. If you go to an attorney, it's uh, four or $5,000 just to help you through the process. Mm-hmm. So what we've done at the Texas FLCI, and this was under the leadership of that Secretary Treasurer, Mozart Garbay, is we said, hey, if our members and their families have this pressing issue and they can become a citizen, why don't we become involved in helping that happen? So I see. Uh, we put a program together. Um, we have a number of forums in the community. Um, where we educate people about who is eligible, um, what kind of paperwork they need, um, and then uh, we come together on a Saturday. We get lots of volunteers to help people fill out the paperwork. We get volunteer attorneys who actually give up their time, and uh, we process people through the whole process free of charge. Mm-hmm. And we've now processed, we've helped over a thousand union members and their families um, through this process. To and get the their citizenship. So cool Mm-hmm. to get their citizenship. And the thing about it is uh, that once you have your citizenship, you feel like you have your full voice in this country. You can take ownership. And mm-hmm. um, and we make sure that folks know how to register to vote. And we make sure people know how to get deputized to register, uh, register other people in their community to vote. Mm-hmm. Um, and helping people to find their voice through their union, whether it's through uh, just organizing or citizenship or whatever, that's that's what we try to do at the Texas Seattle. Is it is it not true, Rick Levy? Is it not true that among the new members? This is another test question. <laughs> among the new among the new members of the unions, that 
the preponderance of them are people of color and women. Is that not true? That is true. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of research recently on, you know, people's attitudes toward unions. And, uh, and, and what we see is that particularly among women and workers of color and young workers, people want to be in unions. James. Like right now, there's like 10% of the people in this country are, in, are actually covered by collective bargaining unions. Mm -hmm. And what the research shows is that about 55% of people would join a union today if they had the opportunity. Well, what's keeping that's them amazing. from it? And then about what's keeping them from it is uh, corporate resistance, and that's why this is also uh, a very, uh, very important week because it's the week that we have uh, declared the Pro Act week. Where we're trying to get Congress to pass the Pro Act, which is protect the right to organize. Um, the decision about whether to be in a union or not belongs to the workers, um, and unfortunately, over time, through their political action. Um, corporations have seized control of that process, and we mm -hmm. saw what happened in Amazon when those, uh, you know, corporations mobilized to fight workers having that choice to organize. Mm -hmm. So uh, what we have to do is we have to re rebalance the scales here so that when workers do decide that they want to be in a union with one another to advocate for better wages and working conditions, the employer stays out of the way and that we can actually um, form unions and improve our lives. I see. And what kinds of things can our radio audience do to help the AFL-CIO in these progressive uh, pro programs that you're running? Okay, so number one, they should get the, the, the programs in, ter in terms of the PROACT, uh, they can go on our website. And uh, I, I encourage people to check out our website, mm -hmm. uh, which is texasflcio.org, or you can follow us on Facebook, you can follow us on Twitter. Um, you can even see our our Labor Live at Fox show every Monday on Twitch or Facebook or YouTube, wherever you want it. Look, we're trying to get the message wherever we can, but there's lots of ways people can plug in. Um, you know, we, we'll be having citizenship clinics in Dallas and, uh, and Fort Worth areas, and people can certainly volunteer there. You can learn about them on those uh, websites, et cetera, that I told you. But right now, what everybody needs to do, and uh, everybody needs to do is contact John Cornyn mm -hmm. and Ted Cruz, and tell them that we need them to vote to pass the PRO Act. The, the, it, it, it has passed the House, um, and it's just sitting in the Senate, and we just need to put as much pressure as we can on those folks uh, to make sure they know that this is something that workers in Texas really need. It already passed the House, and yep. they're just yep. holding up for the Senate. And Cruz and Cornyn, the Texas senators, are in the way, right? Oh. That's exactly right. We have a petition uh, that uh, to get these corporate puppets to actually step up. You know, Ted Cruz is going around now and talking about how, um, you know, the Republican Party is really the party of workers now. Yeah, <laughs> I heard that. It's the most laughable thing I could ever imagine. Uh -huh. What I say is, Ted, if you're with us, all it takes is one vote to prove it. Let's see what you got. That's and right. So far, uh, it hadn't worked out yet. How did people sign your petition? They can go to our website, texasflcio.org, and it's all on there. So and, uh, there's great graphics. They, they ought to go just for the graphics that uh, Mark mm -hmm. Maldonado, our digital folk, uh, and our digital shop has put together. Some great stuff. He's uh, pretty very, very he, much with. Huh? He's a pretty good find, man. I think we need to hold on to him. Okay. Definitely just, just saying. There's no question. No, no question. But you know, there's so many cool people in the labor that, that do so many good things, and it's fun to get to highlight. Um, you know, when people do stuff that 
you know, everybody sees, but nobody who's it is, it's really nice to be able to lift them up. And yes. I like that work. Yes, it is. It's awesome. All right. So, so like we have we have Rick Levy on the phone, the president of the Texas AFL-CIO, helping Bonnie and I celebrate International Workers Day, May the first. And pledge drive. He's yeah. helped us. He's also helped us for pledge drive. Yeah, which is awesome. We have some calls starting to back up on us, Rick. Can you kind of okay. kind of summarize what's going on for the Texas AFL-CIO and how people can help? Yeah, right now we're uh, you know we're fighting in the legislature. There's uh, you know it is it is ugly uh it is uh mean uh there's attacks on working people attacks on local governments attacks on uh lesbian gay and trans people and attacks on you know, democracy attack, uh, definitely attacks on democracy and uh-huh. we're just struggling every day and uh to, to make sure that that the voices of workers are in that process so um we'll be putting out lots of calls for you to call your state reps and your state senators um, in the remaining one month of the legislative session, um, and we're going to fight and claw to protect everything we've got. Thanks so much, Rick Levy of the Thanks. Texas right. AFL-CIO. It just reinforces you, what I say. Be safe, man. What I say all the time on this program, labor is the core of the progressive movement. because we rock. If, if you want progress, get behind labor. <laughs> well, take this call. No, I, Thank I, I, I disagree. Okay, talk, talk to you later. Thank you, guys. Thanks so much, Rick Levy. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Good morning. Good Hi. morning. Uh, I just need y'all to please. Oh. Thank you. Thank you. You're the best. Yeah, I just want to know all this going on. I've been leaving that morning news about what because it ain't nothing new. No way. They took it off and both lived when it came from. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't know. I, I just don't know. Like all them different deals they got going, trying to. Yeah, I hope people appreciate that labor is the only lobby you got. You don't have a lobby down there for working people. You got a lobby for every corporation in the world, every pharmaceutical company, every special interest, every special interest that there is. But you, the only one for working people, and that's labor. Yep. Yep. Yes, sure is. Let me tell. Let me ask you this, brother. On International Workers Day, are you proud of the union movement? Yeah. You, you come from back, way back there with the unions. Yes, sure would. Mm-hmm. I just, well, if, if, if president walked by a slack, if, if you see what is slacking, you better go around it. Don't be walking down. I have a friend of mine, he was a pole inspector. He was plant behind one of those slacks. Mm-hmm. And he was going by and beating. the guy wasn't going, this plant wasn't no union. I'll be darned. <laughs> okay, well, we we appreciate you calling. Thank you, brother. Thank you, you for too. helping us Thank celebrate you. International Workers Day. Call us and make a pledge because nobody else speaks up for labor on the radio Not one except person. Bonnie Mathias. <laughs> and right, Gene Lance. Right over there, 972-647-1893. It's International Workers Day. And we're going to be going... From here, we're going to the park. Yeah, that's right. We're going to 5100 North Jim Miller. Mm-hmm. That is Everglade Park. Skyline Library and Skyline High School is right there. And you can vote at Skyline you can High School. vote at both places, the library and the school. No matter where you live in Dallas, you can vote at the Skyline High School. That's right. And that's a 5100 North Jim Miller Road, that's same right. place as the park. Yep, yep. 
Everglade Park, where we are having a celebration for International Workers' Day. Man, y'all, we got free food. They usually brings them out, you know, when you mm-hmm. tell them you got free food. <laughs> we got free food. We got uh, vendors. We got voter registration. Come on down. Now, let me tell you another reason why people should go, because okay. this is this is a product of the young, active labor leaders. Oh. Young people took this idea over. I mean, it was my it was idea. His idea. Of course, but I've had the same idea for the last 50 years. I know. And here we are. We're so, finally getting around to doing it. So they put up with me on the committee, but but other than the committee was run tooth and nail by the young active labor leaders. This is something of That's the so new funny. labor movement. I love it. It's not the old people. Although they did let me stay they on did, the committee. They let him stay. Yeah. And you could... You they can, tolerated me. You can even join young active labor leaders if you're old. You can? You can join. I mean, they'll let you come to the meetings and they stuff. Have a, they have a sign-up table at Everglade Park. Yeah. yeah. As does Bonnie. I do. Dallas Bonnie's, County Democratic Party. You're going to be registering voters. I am. And you're not I the am. only Democrat that's going to be there because the... The funky East Dallas Democrats came in. All right, the feds are coming too. Awesome. This is the most uh, universally united uh, event that I have ever seen. And I've been around the Dallas labor movement for over 40 years. Workers' Defense Project is going to be there. Yeah, they're going to be there. We're going to be speaking Spanish because a lot of people are are in Spanish. That's right. And we're going to be speaking English, of course. And uh, uh, we have... Way over 20. I don't know exactly how many co-sponsors there are because there were three more yesterday. Oh, there were? Yeah, and I lost count. Uh, There was one last night at 9 o'clock, so it was still going on. Yeah. Uh, That's so cool. And they're supposed to have a table. Yeah. So 972-647-1893. You should call here and get any information you need and give a pledge because we have really cool stuff. And you don't have to get anything, but we have some nice masks mm-hmm. that uh, they've just, you can get two, three-ply cloth, adjustable, washable, and reusable face masks for $50. Yeah, I got some of those. those so nice. if you get those, then you won't be a mask hole, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and if you wear it, you won't be a idiot. What's the number? It is 972 647 one eight nine three. Yeah, and and the station loves it when you call nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. You can, and if you're shy and you don't want to talk to Jason, I can't imagine why anyone would not want to talk to Jason. Sexy voice, they call him. Sexy voice, that's him. That's mm-hmm. him. Oh, look, somebody's calling him right now. Okay. But you can go to knon dot org and go to the donate now mm-hmm. and be sure to choose Gene Lance oh, yeah. as the program okay it's not Bonnie i love the other bonnie but we're not given to her yeah. we're given to Gene let g e n e l a n t z it should have said work it used to say workers be a long I time know, ago man. but they what they call they call everybody DJs yeah. and they say that i'm the dj <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. So, <laughs> so you have to put Gene Lance on there, otherwise right. we won't get credit. The station will still get the money, yeah, and yeah. they need it. They do. But uh, we made we did so well last last time. I'm so. I thank Leon Dudley and Leon Holman, Don Adams, Bonnie Mathias, Patricia Ward came through. All right, Patricia. Over and over again because she she's she's doing a regular. Suspension. You know, she's one of my buddies from yeah. Texas. James Collins, of course. 
Ike Steen, okay. Charlotte Connolly really came I through. I love you, Charlotte. Dean Webb has a regular payment coming in through, That's through the internet. That's mm-hmm. Cockroach from the Magic Time Machine. Oh, I didn't know that was his real yeah. name. <laughs> That's Cockroach. Hobart Huckel, Dennis James. Now, Dennis James has been been donating to yeah. us for some time. And that's Hobie Huckel, because uh, people wouldn't know who he was. Everybody knows Hobie. Yeah. Joshua Hatton has been supporting this station for, I don't know, and I since we came on. They live in Denton now, right? And Gus Gustovich. Gus Gustovich, I think that's a new name, but we appreciate very oh, much. Oh, we have to break. Okay, we'll be right back. We're back on the workers' beat. It's fun drive, and we're trying trying to get some pledges on International Workers' Day, 972-647-1893. And I just want to plug us because we are the spokespersons uh, more than anybody else for labor. And labor is the core of the progressive movement. If you want to save democracy from the Texas legislature, and if you want to get the right to organize and get it by the Texas Senate, you need to help me and Bonnie stay on That's KNON. Right. So call us and make a pledge. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You're on the air. I was calling. Uh, I had a question about voting. If I've lost my ID mm-hmm. and I want to vote today, can I still use my registration card or do I have to have a picture ID? Uh, Bonnie's the expert. We'll ask her. If you have a current utility bill, Okay, or a, a government check, uh, an original paycheck. Um, if Something's you, got your address your, on it. Your uh, voter registration certificate. Uh, they may ask you to look here to view. Okay. Uh, At the very worst, it'll be a challenge ballot, sir. Yeah. At and, the very worst. And it's if you have to vote a provisional ballot, you have several days to cure that ballot so it will count. So, for instance, you could you could uh, get a receipt from DPS showing that you had applied for your driver, a replacement driver's license. Mm-hmm. And that may be sufficient to cure your ballot and allow it to be counted. But give it a try. Okay. Go down there. Right. Go down there and do the best you can with yeah. whatever you got. That's right. Because the- this is a very, very important election. And since the turnout is so lousy and so low, your vote's your vote, count a lot. Your vote really counts. Yes. And we're proud right. of you for we're Thank proud you. of you, sir, for Thank asking. Thank you very much. The election All judge right. will help you, okay? Call and make a pledge. Yes, sir. Thank you. Call and make a pledge at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. Thanks for calling K N O N. Hello. It's Rosie again. Hi, Hi Rosie. Rosie. How's the how's the car car caravan going? It's it's going really well. We're almost finished. We went around um, Urban Park Elementary, which is a polling place, and then we went past um, Skyline Library, which is a polling place, and then we went to Skyline High School, which is a polling place, and there were poll breeders out waving for it, waving at us, and and we had some people in the street that were looking at us. Um, so yes. So you really roused the voters. You really roused the voters. Congratulations. Good job. Yeah, we we have about 15 cars in our caravan. And um, 
And I wanted to, to say that we pre- I appreciate you, Gene. I heard you on the radio saying that, um, you know, that the, the young active labor leaders were, uh, were instrumental in, in making this happen. And I think that you're, you're a good example of what the, I think the labor movement needs to do to, um, to get young people, you know, to keep us involved because I think that besides just, um, you know, giving us tasks to do and, and respect for our ideas there, there also needs to be some level of decision-making power given to us because a lot of times people cling to the power and, and we need to, to make sure that, that we want young people to still stay involved and we know that we have to give us some, some level of decision-making power. Um, Rosie Kurtz, well, after, after this great picnic that the Young Active Labor Leaders planned, do you think that there might be further campaigns and further events that uh, the Young Active Labor Leaders can also take uh, take leadership role in? Yeah, I think that would be great. We, um, I think that it's, um, it's important to figure out, rather than try to force people to be passionate about something that they aren't already, mm-hmm. it's great to like find out what people are passionate about and, and orchestrate a campaign around that because then you have ready-made volunteers. But I think that um, definitely, like, you know, the being able to release the, the, the reins and pass the torch is, is really key because if you, you know, will always, you know, mess up, make mistakes, everyone will, will you know, learn from, from past, you know, things we did right, things we did wrong, but, um, but we... But we, we appreciate all the, the wisdom and the experience and, and everything that, that the older labor leaders have to offer, and I think that their, their support is crucial. And so that's why, you know, you got to make sure that you don't wait until they are gone to start, you know, to, to have decision-making power in the hands of the young leaders, because okay. we will want you there to help guide us as we make decisions. Because mm-hmm. um, we so never it, give up, you know. So are you close to the park now, Rosie? Yeah, so I'm at the lead of the caravan, and I just arrived at the, at the park place at the side of the festival, and then now everybody's coming in behind me. So, oh, there any, is anybody there? Caravan? Did anybody is show anybody up there? at the park yet? Yeah. yeah, yeah, there's people there. I mean, of course, the, uh, the real festival doesn't start till 11, so I'm not sure how many guests are there, but there's definitely already tents set up. Um, hang on, I'll get out of my car and check it out. Let's awesome. see. Oh, I'm so excited, Rosie. I can't wait. We've got Toronto's here. We've got the Texas State Employees Union. What? We have, um, let's see, I don't know what group this is. It just has a past the POAC sign in front of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we have, let's see, um, well, anyway, there's anyway, a bunch of them. There's a bunch of them. We got to go, Rosie Kurtz. We're out of okay. we're out of time. We'll see you guys shortly. Right. Me and Bonnie have to clear out of the studio yes. because we like to sanitize between each show, and of course, we have a great music show comes yes, on after do. us, and uh, we would like uh, to leave as fast as we can because we're going to go to 5100 North Jim Miller Road to yes. the park. For the International Workers' Day celebration. I'm so excited. Now, don't call in the next 10 minutes uh, unless you want to make a pledge because we are, it'll be a recording. Yes. And we have a recording about International Workers' Day and some of the songs that they play during International Workers' Day. It's been great talking. Uh, You can make a pledge anytime. The station's open 24-7. 
If you don't say Gene Lance, Bonnie and I won't get credit. That's right. That's right. Say goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie. <laughs>